1: Imagine you live your life the way that your mother wants you to. You play it safe, you never take any risks, so you never start that business. You never go all in on your career. You never jump over that puddle. What kind of life would you be left with? You'll have no great stories of adventure and challenge to tell your future son. The Jeffries of the world, the weak people will tell you that this is the right way. Don't take risks. But Adonis on the other hand encourages you to take risks, especially when you are young. Because the reward of those risks compound exponentially you should take risks when you're young take big risks when you're young i was raised as a pussy my mom wanted to keep me safe in all situations and i don't blame her for it she had very very good reasons to try and not so much be overbearing, but you know, to keep me safe. Because my family went through like a fair amount of like traumatic racist incidents. So when I lived in Liverpool in the UK, I would have been in primary school like age seven or eight. This is when like some bad, like scary shit was happening. I still have like kind of scary, sad memories of one day, like my sister came home And she's crying and there's like chaos in the house and my my dad and my mom are getting like angry and they're they're asking her who was it and she's like not really saying who it was and you know what's going on and like some guy had attacked her in in her high school in like some racist thing and My dad and my mom—they go to the her high school to, you know, speak to the staff there, like the teachers there, and nothing really gets done. And then that same guy plus a bunch of his friends start like fully, fully like harassing us and like attacking the house. Like it was very, very frequent that we're just here, like, like this. Watch, we're here. This. Would hear that they'd be outside like banging on the windows and stuff, and obviously we would call the police. A lot of the times they'd throw eggs. I remember there was one particular time where like they threw they would throw eggs very frequently at the window and just scream like a lot of racist shit. It was always at 6 p.m. when like you know the Simpsons would be on. We used to watch the Simpsons, and you just hear like the thud and the crack of eggs, and you know my parents getting worried and everything. Like who knows if they've got weapons and everything. And there was this one particular time that you know we open the door and they've already gone and we're calling the police and everything i'm kind of like leant against the f- the front door of our house and then i've got it all over my back like we didn't even realize that they threw it over the front door as well instead of just like the, the main window and i just remember this one particular time because i literally had fucking like eggs all over the back of my shirt because i kind of rested on the the front door so that was going on at the same time that a lot of like brutal racist incidents was happening in Uh, the the area that we lived in i've mentioned before that if you, you can google this name anthony walker lived nearby so it was quite like natural then for my mother especially to really really you know look after me and really make sure that i wasn't doing anything dangerous I wasn't really allowed to do much, like, at all. Like, I was allowed to play. I would have been 10, 11 years old. I was allowed to play, like, in my street, like, in front of the house. And we weren't even allowed to go, like, two streets away, three streets. We weren't allowed to do that. And, you know, I really, like, it was always in my mind that I've always got to ask for permission. And I've really grown up with this sense of, like, an absolute need for guidance and for permission to do anything we literally bro we fucking we moved out of Liverpool I wasn't allowed to tell anyone where we were moving to because we literally thought you know that the hate crime would follow we were on the news with this and everything but like we thought the hate crime would follow us so my parents didn't tell me like where we were moving to and they said you know they don't want anyone to know they did not want me to like tell my friends and then somehow the, the same like group of guys like the gang would find us and even when we moved to a new area my mom was always just like scared of me like going outside i was never allowed out when it was dark i would have been 15 years old and still not so by the time that everyone was like going to parties and you know maturing a little bit i missed that entire experience because i wasn't allowed to like go out at night time it was only when i was about 18 19 that when my mom was on holiday in pakistan that my dad was letting me sort of like be a little bit more lenient and i'd go to like some parties and i had to like come back home and like 12 o'clock, but at least that was some progress. But the reason why I tell you that story is because you can probably relate to parents really, really wanting you to stay safe. And if it's not for parents, it might be your teachers, it might be your friends. And all of this leads to a big problem, which is a young man not taking risks. You have to understand that if you want rewards, if you want results, if you want progress, there needs to be some kind of risk slash sacrifice involved. Because think about it, if you want to make gains in the gym, you want to get like... (laughs) Let me just... (laughs) If you want to make some gains in the gym, you want to make some muscle, you need to sacrifice some things. What do you need to sacrifice? Well, some time to go to the gym and to train and to cook nutritious food. Then you also need to eat the nutritious food. And maybe that can be more expensive. You have to sacrifice junk food. You have to sacrifice the the ability to stay comfortable. So there's somewhat of a risk and that's not even like the risk of like gym injuries. There's always a sacrifice, like a payment that has to be paid for you to grow. Understand this and keep this phrase in your mind. Sacrifice must be progressively overloaded it's hot in here isn't it bro you can turn this air conditioning on you say i'm not the only my dog is fucking this right now so you're watching this you're a young man please believe me now is the time to take some risks i have never been a risk taker in my life in all of my adult life i had never been a risk taker i can tell you the first time that i took a risk and i literally debated it for a while i was working a full-time job in a different city called manchester in the uk comfortable job literally on track to like get a promotion and get like an increased wage working at like a decent company decent office space there's a gym in the office space and you know i could get better and better here i'm working hard i'm getting seen by the managers i was really like doing well here and i literally had this risk in front of me that i wanted to be an entrepreneur i wanted to make online income i had just been to thailand so this was in 2019 i traveled to thailand just for a month with my girlfriend at the time who i lived with And I really loved it here and that's when the idea of like making online income and becoming a digital nomad came about in my mind And so I had this risk that I could take so imagine you've got your first job after university You've got like a full-time job everyone around you saying oh, you know, that's that's good. You know good for you It's not like a great job or anything But you know, it's your first job and that's so you know, you'll you're making us all proud (laughs) And you know, if you work hard then you can get a promotion, you know, I'm set up. I've got a comfortable life I've got the kind of life that younger Hamza wanted I've got the kind of life that a lot of people wanted I was just about gonna make enough money to like get a car live in the city live with my girlfriend we both have gaming computers we're literally like i've literally got a gamer girl girlfriend i'm living in the middle of the city by myself not with my parents i go to the you know i mean i had a comfortable life man and then i had this decision that if i want to go down the entrepreneurship route i need to free up some time because i really wanted to do this stuff i this was when i first ever if you scroll all the way down this youtube channel or if you like you know do the um settings where it says like i'll sort from oldest to newest the first videos that i've posted i lived in this apartment when i was working this job so i was stacking like YouTube on top of the job and it was very difficult. One, my mental health wasn't great. So I was going to the job. I wasn't happy. I was very like anxious and depressed and like quite stressed. And so when I was away from like the job, I wanted to like smoke weed all the time. I wanted to just like eat shit food and just kind of chill and not really work and be productive. But there was some times as you can see, if you go through like the older videos on this channel that I did make some videos and it was very, very hard to balance a full-time job, commuting to that full-time job, training in the gym and also doing any kind of entrepreneurship venture. So I literally knew to myself, okay, if I'm gonna continue something like YouTube, if I'm gonna continue making money online or, you know, start to make money online, I need to reduce my hours. I need to go part-time. And I weighed up this decision for a while because, again, everything was comfortable. Everything was fine. And then I spoke to the manager there, told them, like, I wanted to go part-time. And they're kind of being, like, wishy-washy with it because it's, you know, it's like a full-on... You know how, like, companies, like, especially big companies, you have to go through, like, systems and shit. It's like, oh, we've got to ask HR for this. You know this bullshit, bro. So they fucked around for, like, two weeks, three weeks. And I literally remember every day felt like like it was hard for me imagine like every single day felt like you know I, I was near the edge of like my capacity i wanted to break down i wanted to just get get the fuck away i wasn't really enjoying the job anymore then eventually they come to me and they, they take it seriously. like they've got a guy on a laptop like writing notes of like our meeting saying like, oh we're sorry we can't uh, we can't give you the part-time position so i literally just said oh yeah well it's no worries like I'll, I'll apply for like a part-time job you know it's been awesome to be here and stuff and they understand that and so i apply for a part-time job and i literally get it the next day so the, the next day after that meeting. I go to an interview for a part-time job. I get it overnight, and I literally go into the meeting and I get the job there and then, which is a fucking stunt. So I come back in after like lunchtime on that same day, and they're like, "Oh, I got a part-time job already." Everyone's like, "What the fuck? Like, how, how quickly did you get that?" But so I leave within like two weeks. And I've now reduced my work hours significantly And I've got so much more free time and mental load To put into entrepreneurship What you see in front of you right now Sometimes like I really need this reminder Maybe you do You know YouTube's like a weird thing Like I'm a real person My name is Hamza I'm like literally like a real person I'm 24 I'm 25 in like one and a half weeks On June 10th You see like a real person in front of you With the real story There's nothing sugarcoated there I took that risk about Two and a It's been a fucking while But two and a half years ago I am now back in thailand in the digital nomad dream that i started with that was the first experience that i had with like taking risks in terms of like money and business since I've made this YouTube channel, I've really started this movement and the business side of things has really popped off. I've made way more risks. Some of them succeeded and got us a great level of success and wealth and some of them failed. But when you have the right mindset, success and failure are both positive things, both lead to growth. I'll tell you one of my failures and you will fully know what I'm talking about because you've been watching the channel. About two months ago, I made the decision to up the editing of these videos. I thought that that would make the channel pop off more and you know everything would go better and better. Like The, the retention rate will go through the roof and the videos will perform really well then we'll get more subscribers then I'll like you know I'll be really good at YouTube and so I hired three more editors I already had five video editors I think I'm the like singular YouTube you know obviously there's like companies and big groups that have YouTube channels but in terms of being like a normal one person I think I'm the guy who has the most video editors on YouTube I have eight of them now and I have one for my Instagram reels as well (laughs) but I hired three new video editors and I paid them about 600 pounds per video on average 600 to 800 pounds per video with a bunch of bonuses.
0: Stop the cap.
1: (laughs) Before that decision, I was paying about 8,000 pounds a month for video editing. Picture that, I'm 24 years old. I pay 8,000 pounds a month for video editing. This was like two months ago. When I made that decision to hire three more video editors and then tell them, okay, instead of making two videos each a week, you make one video. And so every video is like a week's worth of work. And we upload daily videos on this channel. Suddenly, the editor expense, how much I was spending, went up from about 8,000 to about 22,000. In the last month, I've spent about 22,000 pounds on video editing and it didn't succeed. The videos didn't pop off, they didn't perform well. If anything, a lot of people complained that the videos were too hyper-editing, that there was too much stimulation, it was pointless, it was distracting. We lost sight of our purpose, I've apologized for that and like, it was like... In hindsight, I should've known like, why the fuck are we like adding more dopamine to the videos where I tell you, oh yeah, like dopamine detoxing saved me. So obviously it was a stupid mistake. but. I took that risk and it didn't succeed. But now here I am with more success than ever, with faster growth than ever. And I learned from that mistake. I took that risk and so much growth came from it. When you take risks, only positives arise. As long as you meet a couple of conditions. The first condition is just don't be stupid. Don't take any risk. That seems too good to be true. Oh, fuck, oh th- this altcoin is gonna f- a 700X. Bro, fuck those guys on YouTube, bro. If you've ever watched like entrepreneurship videos, there was this one guy I really liked Named Alex Becker, his videos literally changed my life, and now all the videos he does, you can search up his YouTube name. All the videos he does now is literally like this scam bullshit. Of like these these crypto coins will seven X in the next 24 hours. Go and buy now. Like fuck you. Go and fuck yourself, you little prick. Like do you realize what he's doing? He buys like if, because people used to do this on RuneScape, so I know exactly what the fuck is. I used to do that on RuneScape, right? So on RuneScape, you would buy an item like red spider red spiders eggs. You'd buy them at like 200 GP. Go into a clan that you owned. Get low of people and tell them, oh, but everyone buy red spider's eggs, buy like 10,000 each, bro. Everyone buy them. And then you tell them, okay, at 600, we're all going to sell, so we're all going to make profit. And then when they go to 400, you sell your original lot. That's what these YouTubers who tell you, like, oh, this this seven alt uh, seven coins. will. but shut the fuck up, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Is a stupid... So that's a stupid risk to take. It's too good to be true. And the second condition of risks is also make sure that you have control over them. So take risks, but make sure that you can influence the outcome of that decision. Again, doing something like crypto, I don't think it's good risks. I think in personally in crypto, put it into Bitcoin and Ethereum and then shut the up. I think it's as simple as that. If you wanted to know my crypto like mindset, when you're taking a risk, you want control over the thing that you choose. So for me with my video editing, there was a level of control. It didn't work out, but at least we had autonomy over that choice. At least we had the ability to make it succeed. For me with my risk of leaving my comfortable full-time job, switching over to part-time and eventually literally switching over to a zero hour contract. I've mentioned this in a bunch of my videos. So if, if you're interested in like my sort of pathway, the first ever full-time job i worked was a customer service i worked in the complaints department in like a car finance company straight after that i got the part-time job like i got in the interview which was kind of awkward because it was for like a receptionist position and the woman was like a little bit like she wanted like references and stuff before she hired me and stuff but she just kind of did it fast and then i left that job like four days later what's the word i kind of like didn't put her in such a good place but the job was like not good for me and I really just made that decision fast. So the part-time job I told you at the start of this video was literally this one. I left in like four days and then I got a zero hour contract working in a homeless accommodation shelter, like a temporary accommodation shelter, working night shifts. And I was just like working on the desk, like safe, relatively safe. You just kind of like, I see them in the CCTV. They want to come into the house. So I just like press the, the buzzer thing that like automatically unlocks the door. And that was like a zero hour shift. And I was working like three nights per week, working night shifts kind of dead, but I was able to bring my laptop there and just do like work. So I took that second risk as well. I left my first full-time job for that part-time job, but then I also left that part-time job for the zero-hour contract. I took risks. I am here today because I took those risks. I would not be here if I stayed in that full-time job, especially if the full-time job was a little bit better. Because if it was a little bit better, if I was getting paid a little bit more, I would have stayed. Safety, security, and comfort are not good things for men. We think we want them. We think we do. We don't they don't cause growth. Your teenage years, your twenties should be solely dedicated to your growth and you grow incredibly when you take risks. In Adonis' tribe, we take risks alongside brotherhood because we understand that that causes growth and progress to our goals. So ask yourself right now, okay, what could you take a risk in? Because right now, maybe you don't have like a certain clear goal, a certain business that you can take a risk on, careers or something. So it's like, okay, well, you know, this sounds really motivational, but like, what the fuck am I supposed to take a risk on? And that right there, shows us the comfortable life that you're living that not only are you not taking risks you're not even in the position to take any because nothing you do has the option to take a risk let that sink in it's not even that you're not taking risks which is bad enough you're literally living such a comfortable life that the option to take risks isn't even there that's something that you should feel like a little bit ashamed of because just a few years ago let's say three years ago four years ago i would have been in the same position there was no risk that i could have taken you need to build yourself up as a man and then have these moments where you can make important decisions and this comes from those beautiful things like making a business pursuing a good career maybe it's even like speaking to that girl and seeing where things go taking risks and just seeing how it goes and obviously you know putting in the work for it that's like that's your life's experience why would you want to miss out on that i took a risk coming here back in Thailand I was here in 2019 I'm here again in 2022 in May and it was a risk obviously it was the same as always you know traveling going all the way across the world it was a risk because my business is online but being halfway across the world in like different time zones in different you know settings I had to learn like how to start recording without like the green screen behind me without my bathrobe it was a risk but obviously it was more of a comfortable risk because the channel's already doing well the movement's already doing well I'm already a great leader my friend Sam He had taken a plane once before this, about two weeks before we came to Thailand. Me and him went to Amsterdam. We met a couple of the F video editors. We like celebrated our success. I rented out a penthouse for all of us. It was a very, very good time. And for him, that was the first time he had taken a plane. He didn't have a plane. He's literally, Sam was like, he started as a Jeffrey, dead ass. He started as a Jeffrey, which is very iconic because it's kind of like I met a guy who literally symbolizes like, Jeffrey and the growth that he he's in fucking thailand. He's in muay thai by himself right now He rode his motorbike there and this is a guy who literally I promise you. This is not an exaggeration He literally did not leave his house for two years straight He used to stream on twitch like you know how we talk about like like Jeffreys and you know guys who play video games This was like another level that you may not even be able to relate to this guy literally stayed online Live streaming about 12 to 16 hours a day. He dropped out of like, um, what would be high school for, for you in the UK we call it college which is like age 16 he dropped out and he literally just like fucking streamed video games like a Jeffrey and that's no disrespect to him because we t- speak you openly about this because he's grown so much he lifts weights he's getting aesthetic he's in Muay Thai right now he's fallen off his motorbike he's finally got some like cuts and bruises and that's fucking interesting I was gonna make a separate video for this book titled like men or boys need boo-boos Sam fell off his bike and he's got like cuts down his arm his, his ankles and everything and he literally said oh this is like the first injury that he's had for as long as he can remember and it i just saw like a flash of like how important that is for young men him going on the motorbike was a risk and of course you know absolutely be safe wear a helmet and stuff that's what we're doing but like he just kind of like didn't know how to control it when we first went off so obviously you don't want to take stupid risks that you can die but like we weren't going that fast or anything there's a little bit of a cope he took that risk coming here traveling halfway across the world and it could have ended really badly in fact the first day we came here he was in like a really bad mood you know he was just kind of like tense and uncomfortable and everything he wasn't feeling it he was just thinking very very like negatively he was even like being a little bit like hostile towards me and Nabil and now he's loving it he's gotten more growth in the last last week then he may have like two months back home so ask yourself right now what can you take some risks with and if you don't have anything that you can very clearly take a risk you know this is your sign if there is like a risk a decision that there is to be made maybe consider it but if you don't have anything at all to take that risk on then this is that sign to think okay i need to start living more of like it sounds weird to say but like more of a dangerous life you need to have some things in your life which like you can take risks in otherwise like what is there to enjoy you should absolutely be taking big risks especially when you're a young man. You can subscribe to our movement if you want to. Welcome to the cult. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Hold up.